Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the Bechdel cast, the questions asked if movies have women in them. Are all their discussions just boyfriends and husbands, or do they have individualism? The patriarchy's effing vast. Start changing it with the Bechdel cast. Hi, and welcome to the Bechdel cast. My name is Jamie. My name's Caitlin. And this is the Bechdel cast. It's our podcast where we talk about the role of women in movies. Oh my god, that was so fast and good. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. It's inspired by the Bechdel test. From do you know Bechdel? what it is? I know. Say yeah. it. I want to see it. Now, now you complimented me on something, and now I just like want it to shine. You're soaring. And I don't want to let you down. Okay. So the Bechdel test is a test for movies where there need to be at least two female characters talking to each other about something other than a man, preferably they have names. That's the Bechdel test. Most movies do not pass it. Or True. just barely pass it. Just barely. Just barely. But we're talking about all kinds of movies here. Good mm-hmm. ones, bad ones, ones that pass tests, ones that don't. We don't discriminate, we even sure. when we should. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you just said right before the cast started, you mm-hmm. said no more cobwebs, which reminds me of my new favorite bit to do, because <laughs> I've started to use, I'm just going into this uh, showering renaissance where I, I've started to use baby shampoo again, mm-hmm. and it's great because it says no more tears on it. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll just like look at it and be like, it's right. No and more tears. <laughs> also, me saying no more cobwebs reminded you of, of no more tears. Of how I don't have any more tears in my life. <laughs> <laughs> what if the cure to depression and sadness was just baby Johnson shampoo? Johnson & Johnson shampoo. Yeah. Which brings us to our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> no more tears. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Mike's Hard Lemonade. You're drinking one again. It's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while, while since we've recorded. We had a... We um, were away. Yeah. We're we were away, away and now we're, we were at the Women in Comedy Festival. We sure were. It was fun. Should we introduce our guest? Hey, we sure should. Our guest today is a comedian. She writes for National Geographic Explorer, and she hosts the Fresh Out show at UCB East in New York City. Beep, 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 beep. Ashley Brooke Roberts. Hello. Hi. 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 Thank, thank you for coming. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. We're excited to have you. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Can you feel it? Oh, I can feel it. Feel it in my bones. We're talking about... Pirates of the Caribbean, (laughs) The Curse of the Black Pearl. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) So the score. The score is good. The The movie. The outfits. The outfits. It's a good balance of things I love and things I love to hate. That's Pirates of the Caribbean for me. Uh I discovered a whole new thing I hated by watching Pirates of the Caribbean this time, but like a fun one. What is it? Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah. And his work. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah, He's yeah, yeah. so bad. He did a good impersonation of uh, Johnny Depp, though, when he was like, me, why is he all like, blah, blah, blah? And I was like, yeah. oh, you can be funny. It's like, you had your moment yeah. in this three-hour movie <laughs> <laughs> when you're on screen for a full hour. Man, he stinks. I could He's, beat him up. Yeah. He, <laughs> he has and a, you should. A I, giant See, dick. I could fix him. How do you know? I'm sorry if I wasn't supposed to say that. No, that's fine. Um, I've just seen, you know, uncensored pictures on the internet when he's been naked with Katy Perry, which is definitely ethically 
wrong. Why has he been naked with Katy Perry? They go to nude beaches a lot and people take Are pictures they of them. They're not anymore, but they dated for like a good two years. Ooh, <laughs> one of my favorite phrases, this is a hogs out kind of beach. Yeah. <laughs> hogs nude out. Beach. Hogs out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun thing to yell in a sexual context, you know? You reach a certain point, you're like, okay, hogs out. That's how I do floor play. Did I say floor play? Floor play. <laughs> <laughs> I do floor play floor and foreplay. So, um, Ashley, when did you first see this movie? Today. What? Yeah. Well, okay. So when you emailed me about it, I was no like, this way. is very, this is coming into my life in a big way because in October I was stuck on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride for like a good 15 minutes. Um, Whoa. And then I just went to New Orleans which is a pirate town and is what the ride is based <laughs> off of. And then I was like, I can't wait to see this movie. And so I watched it this morning. I wanted it to be very fresh, you know? Yes, so course. yeah, yeah, yeah. Being stuck in the Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that that would be fun, but was it? It was great. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. which part of it? I've been on that ride a lot. Um, when the, um, the, the women are being sold <laughs> as wives. So like the big cavernous mm-hmm. room, mm-hmm. that's the best part mm-hmm. and the loudest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the women who are just like being sold as winches, I think is what they're called. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's I have never. Sales of women. <laughs> <laughs> and they carried it on. They were like, you know what? We got to sell the women in the movie, too. Well, women are a commodity. We are basically, we exist to be bought and sold. Mm-hmm. Yep. She is called a, she is called treasure in the movie as well. The, yes. Yeah, I wrote true. that down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw this movie for the first time in the theater in 2003. How many times did I see it in the theater? Well, about four. Wow. <laughs> and then I bought it on DVD and I watched it a good 20 times after that. You like I was obsessed this with this movie for a while. Not so much anymore. That's interesting because I listened to your episode about the Titanic and you were obsessed with that too. So you have something with boats and water. I yes. <laughs> And like a class division where a woman's in love with a poor man and they can't be together. Right. It's like we noticed so many Titanic parallels because we watched this. Aristotle was there and everything. We, we yeah, all watched, we watched it, it together. together. Oh, Aristotle, wow. Aristotle watched came. it with us. We've never been more excited. We weren't yeah, sure there are... come, but then he did. <laughs> there are a bunch of Titanic parallels, namely that like... A poor guy named Jack saves a woman on or near a boat, Mm. then gets sort of arrested because of it because they thought, like, something unsavory was happening. It Um, is, like, a weird—I know that there's no way that they were thinking of that scene from Titanic, but it felt like it because it was, like, the same scene except that Jack and Elizabeth weren't in love and it was, like, her chode, wig-wearing, not-boyfriend— who is like, unhand her. Right. Which I love that phrase. <laughs> Another parallel. A lot of eyeshadow being worn by both Billy Zane and uh, oh, yeah. her eye- eyeliner. That's eyeliner true. being worn. True. God, true. And they both wear it so well. Billy Zane, what was the story with the eyeliner? Did he insist? Did they insist? I could see it going either way. Yeah, we'll never know. <laughs> Miss him. Rest uh, in paradise. <laughs> Just kidding, he's alive. <laughs> uh, when did you see the movie for the first time, Jamie? I think I saw it when it came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I vaguely remember seeing it at a drive-in movie, I think, mm-hmm. in Maine. And yeah, it came out in 2003. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw it with my cousins. And I, I liked it. I think I was pushed into liking it more by my mom being extremely horny for Johnny Depp. Oh, wow. So she had, we had a lot of stuff around the house, and so it's like, oh, I guess I like this movie. And then by Hot Topic, because they carried all the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, and I wanted to hang out with the goths really bad. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to assimilate, even though I don't think I was crazy about the movie, mm-hmm. but there were, there were a lot of external reasons that I pretended to be very into it. Sure. Yeah. I did own one of those Hot Topic pirates shirts really oh uh, I mean, yes i was saying i had the beanie and then i had the booty shorts back when there were booty shorts with words on the butt and uh-huh. said, pirates booty oh nice <laughs> i was like 12 years old it was wow. very cool uh-huh. very cool to be wearing yeah i'm a little embarrassed about how much i liked it. like i was quoting most of the lines of dialogue yeah. as we were watching it together really it's a little she recited the top 20 minutes it was insane oh my <laughs> Well, I it's one of those movies where I saw it in the theater and I'm like, oh my god, there's guns and action and fighting and boats and and all this cool stuff. I love and Johnny Depp is so hot and I I really latched onto it. Also, it was the time where I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings. Oh, 
Great crossover. So I was yeah. very into, I was very into Orlando Bloom. Yeah. The Bloom connection. The Bloom well, connection. As, as Legolas, he is a lot sexier. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because he looks less like Orlando Bloom. Yeah. And more like a magical creature. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I was. He's not good. He's a terrible actor. Yeah. So I'm a bad actor and I can do a better job than him. So we. Oh, God. I wish you had Orlando Bloom's part in this movie. That would have been amazing. <laughs> uh, Will Turner. <laughs> oh, wait. That's the younger version. Of you it. could play both of them. I could play both. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the movie. I'll just do the recap. Do the recap. First of all, young Elizabeth is very horny for pirates. She's like, I love pirates. Let's go to let's go to the Caribbean where there's pirates. That's how I felt about vampires when I was Mm -hmm. that age. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and she just has access to pirates. If I had access to vampires when I was at that age, I would have joined. Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I love pirates. They're cool. She meets a young Will, uh, and then she sees this, like, scary boat. It's maybe a pirate boat. We don't know. Years pass. Will Turner is now a blacksmith. Johnny Depp comes to town trying to commandeer some ships. He gets caught. And then there's a fight between him and Will Turner. Oh, by the way, Will Turner is very horny for Elizabeth Swan. It's a horny movie. It's a very horny movie. One of our favorite phrases came up during it. We were talking about how perhaps this movie has quite a bit of horny depth. Yes. Horny Mm -hmm. depth. Yeah. You may remember from the Gigli episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that we I'm discussed sure there's the movies. so much crossover between the Gigli episode and this episode. Oh, yeah. People are very horny in this movie. It's a horny movie. Both 2003. Oh, oh that was a horny year. Movies, did, yeah. They are trying to capture Captain Jack Sparrow, and he's like, I'm the best pirate around. And they're like, no, you're not. You're the worst pirate. And then he does some stuff to prove that he is indeed the best pirate around. Some pirates come. Other pirates led by Captain Barbosa because Elizabeth has this pirate medallion that she stole from Will Turner. It rests just so upon her bosom. Yeah. It falls so that we can we may have as the audience many shots of Kira Knightley's titties. Right. But it's like but also we're looking at, you know, Chekhov's gun. But we're looking at titties. Right. Very tasteful. Like uh-huh. that. The pirates come searching for this pirate medallion because she falls in the water. And, you know, whenever a pirate medallion falls in the water, it sends out this message to all the pirates <laughs> to come and get it. It was like a boom. Yeah. 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 It was a weird, like, shockwave thing. Yeah. Another and, Titanic connection, though. Jewelry in the water. Uh, right. Totally. There it is uh-huh. again. Yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. So the pirates come and Captain Barbosa is like, give us that trinket. And she's like, no. And then they capture her. Because there's this whole curse where they think they need her blood to lift the curse because they stole all these coins from this treasure chest. On... Just like Titanic. Exactly. <laughs> Again, the treasure, the blood. Uh-huh. It's all these... They need her blood to lift yeah. the curse. <laughs> so they take her and then Will's like, wait, that's my girlfriend who I want to fuck. So he goes after her. He gets Captain Jack Sparrow. He's like, come on, we got a mission. So they go after her. And then a lot of nonsense happens. It's a very complicated story, much more complicated than it needs to be. Most they... of the second act, I couldn't make heads or tails of. Like yeah. you just, you're just like, oh, this is happening now. Like the point where it's like, oh, skeletons. I guess skeletons, and then and you know the skeleton part plays out, and then. Uh, the skeleton part's over, and you're like, well, okay, that was nice. That it's looks a, expensive. It's about forty minutes too long. It's extremely long. <laughs> it's a two hour and 23 minute movie. Yeah. We watched it one be... and three quarters times too because we pretended, fun fact, <laughs> we pretended we weren't almost done with the movie when Aristotle texted us back. <laughs> We're so like, we, we just started. Because <laughs> we wanted to hang. Right. Anyways. They're trying to get this medallion. They get it. They lose it again. Other exchange hands a bunch of different times. We don't really know whose side Jack Sparrow's on. Sometimes he's like bartering with the the bad pirates. Sometimes he's bartering with the good British guys. Who knows? And then finally, they are able to like get the right person's blood. Turns out it's Will Turner's blood because his dad was a pirate. Even though he does not want that to be true, but he accepts his fate and his destiny. And then they... If you can call what Orlando Bloom does with his face and body in this movie, <laughs> the dialogue is delivered. Right. Right. So they restore the, the fucking coin to the thing, and then everyone's good, and then the curse is lifted, and the pirates, some of them die. And then there's like 20 more minutes of the movie, but that's fine. So long. Longer <laughs> yeah. than Geely. So long. <laughs> and Geely is the world's longest movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, so 
this was like this came out in 2003 so like AOL chat boards are at their peak around this time yes. and so I was uh, like 10 or 11 and I would troll around on the chat boards and ask people to join bands with me and tell them I was a 17 year old boy whatever <laughs> anyways one time met someone on one of the chat boards and we started to IM about starting a band together and then Somewhere else, I found a GIF of Johnny Depp and Orlando Bloom kissing mm-hmm. on the set of Pirates of the Caribbean, accidentally hyperlinked it into the conversation with the stranger, and then he blocked me, which Aww. is like the... It, well, that, I mean, is the better way for that to go. Wait, was it a real photo of them kissing or was it photoshopped? I can't tell. I assumed it was photoshopped at the time. I'm looking for the gift now, but I'm just turning up a lot of fan art. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we don't know. We don't. Also, I don't find Orlando Bloom to be a sexual being. I used to, but no. Even if he has a huge hog. <laughs> I'm not attracted to either one of them. I get Johnny Depp. I don't know. I get young Johnny Depp, but like, yeah. yeah. Well, he also had all those horrible things where, you know, he... Yes, we should say that. Uh, his personal life has yeah. Yeah, made him life. incredibly unattractive. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're all uh, turned off of him for yeah. good, mm-hmm. with good reason. Did you see that thing recently where his like uh, management company is countersuing him and part of the uh, lawsuit is that he spent all of this money on a sound engineer who feeds him lines through an earpiece so he doesn't like memorize lines. He just, when Ew. he's shooting, he gets his lines in an earpiece and says them. So I was like watching him on this movie being like, can I tell? I couldn't tell, but mm, yeah. Man. So that just came out. That's some hot Johnny goss. So wow, the latest on Johnny. Yeah. He sucks even more than we already knew he sucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeez, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, man, Grow no. up. There was a, a period of like five years where I was very into Johnny Depp, and I watched all of his movies, and I was like, oh my god, Ed Wood, what a great movie. Don Juan DeMarco. Movies. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands. Edward oh Scissorhands. Mm. All kinds of Love stuff. Edward Love Benny and June. Oh, Benny and June Benny is so June's great. Very good. Yeah. Where is- a lot. Chocolate, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Shout out to my boy. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's jump in. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. First thing I noticed, actually, oh, this is something Aristotle pointed out to us. So thank you for your contributions. It didn't really occur to me until he mentioned it. But mm-hmm. in the opening scene where you see a young Elizabeth, she is maybe 11 or 12. Something like that, yeah. And you see Captain Norrington, her future betrothed. Wigs. As a. Wigs, wigs. Well, they're wigs. wearing wigs, but he's also like presumably 25 years old. Ooh. So, like, he's much older. Yeah. It was great. It's kind of gross. I didn't age realize difference. that. I mean, mm-hmm. for the era, like, yeah, 40 year old men would marry like 15 year old girls. Yeah. Historically gross. accurate. Right. Which, man, imagine having to put yourself in that mindset. Ooh. Like, let's hope this one grows up hot and I'll just hang out like i don't get it but anyways oh i yeah. thought you're talking about from the girl's point of view like i hope he dies soon. oh yeah, no like, from okay. the girl's point of view let's hope he dies before i'm of age yeah, yeah. so that i don't need to marry this wig <laughs> gross God, such wig culture in this so movie. many wigs so many wigs so that was kind of a like a ooh. yeah thing yes another good point thing. aristotle yes thank in you in spite of the fact that he is a man we he will. overcame that shortcoming <laughs> To deliver a great point. (laughs) Another great point, if I do say so myself, is that because this is a Disney movie, Elizabeth Swan has a dead mommy. True. We don't ever meet her mommy. In fact, we meet like three female characters all together. There's Elizabeth Swan. There's Anna Maria, played by Zoe Saldana. She's like the lady pirate, the yeah. one lady pirate. The whores. The, a couple of prostitutes oh, we meet right. who slap Johnny Depp across the face. Mm-hmm. One of them is named Giselle. It almost reminds me of like the three girls in Beauty and the Beast. Just right. you're like, these are all basically the same character. They're not going to flesh them out at all. And they're all just horny and mad. And like that's all you're, you're given. Right, yeah. They're I mean, slap. they each get like one or two words of dialogue. They each get a little, they get a little slap. Yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, and and there's a couple maids. And the maids, yeah. And one of them has a few lines, and that's pretty much it. So most of the characters are men. We have Jack Sparrow, Will Turner, Commodore Norrington, Elizabeth's dad, who I don't know his name. I just call him Swan Daddy. The governor. (laughs) Yeah, the governor. governor. The governor. Mm -hmm. Governor. uh, Governor Weatherby Swan. 
Weatherby. Ooh, good. Yeah. Cool it. We get it. They're British. Uh, then there's Gibbs, who is like not a pirate and then also sometimes a pirate. There's the two like Navy guys who yeah. provide a lot of the comic relief. And then there's there's like a pirate duo who right. have more comic relief. And the there's dances. a dog. That's my new rule for this week. The cute dog rule. There's always a scene in these blockbuster movies where there's a cute dog. In this one, it's when, the you know, Johnny Depp's trying to get the dog to give him the keys. And the dog's like, no. And you're like, oh, that's a cute dog. That's End from the ride. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's from the ride. There's a lot of, like, little scenes where I was like, oh, that's part of the ride. That's another thing that I wanted to, to talk about was this. It, it has nothing to do with what the podcast is about. However, <laughs> this was one of the movies in like a string of Disney movies where they were like, let's adapt our roller coasters into rides. Like all the rides that are kind of old and no one wants to go on. Pirates of the Caribbean is like the only one that really worked out, but the Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. was turned into a movie with oh. Eddie Murphy. That was not a good one. The Country Bears was turned into a horrifying movie that I highly recommend watching. <laughs> and that movie didn't even save the ride. The ride is gone <laughs> now because it was also a very scary ride. But like in the early 2000s, for whatever reason, there was some sort of production initiative to be like, let's turn our old like Disneyland roller coasters that have no ground in an existing property and let's turn it into an existing property and see how it goes. I just want to see that pitch meeting where they're like, it'll be cheaper to make a huge blockbuster high budget Hollywood movie than it will be to change the ride. So let's save the ride by doing. Yeah. Well, I kind of, I like that they did that because, you know, Universal does the opposite. They change the ride to fit the movie and then it's not the mummy ride anymore. Mm -hmm. Now it's the fast and the furious ride. And I liked the mummy ride. God damn it. There's still a mummy ride, at least in uh, L.A., they're going to change it, though. They're changing it to that's supposed to turn into the Fast and the Furious ride. Ugh. Oh, trust me. I know. I know roller coaster. Reasons. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to ever doubt you. Anyways, this is this is the only franchise uh, that thrived in what I hope they called the roller coaster initiative. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. There are there are a ton of things that were pulled from the ride. The dog. I mean, most of the Tortuga scenes, it mm-hmm. seems like that's just the ride mm-hmm. i've never i've never ridden the ride so i don't know anything about <gasps> gotta it gotta ride the ride you gotta ride the ride you gotta ride, the ride. And you gotta ride it more you than once ride it. yeah oh, I, I do it's... just love the idea that an entire feature-length film was adapted from a theme park ride that <laughs> pretty is much everything from the ride me. is in there yeah yeah it's exciting and then they added johnny Depp to the ride which is oh. weird it is weird. <laughs> it's very strange, strange. Because it's one of those newer animatronics that you're like, oh, I get that too real. Yeah. Yeah. The (laughs) other ones are so old and like clearly from the 60s. And then there's like a very real version of Johnny Depp. (laughs) It's scary. There's also another in in Florida. I don't think it's in California yet. There's a they made a Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs ride with like very new CGI animatronics. And it's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was just on it. It's you really were, freaky. It's yeah. a really, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's a 3D face, but it's like they make the face and then they project a digital image on top of it. So it's not okay. It's very odd looking. Oh. It's not okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <sighs> anyway, this, What's this podcast about? It's about who knows. Um, <laughs> so we're looking at a predominantly male driven story because while there is like one main woman in the movie like the rest of the characters are men one of the first lines of dialogue that's said in the movie is it's bad luck to have a woman on board (laughs) even a miniature one so right away we get a a a great idea of you know how this movie is gonna treat women i mean it's like an exercise in tokenism (laughs) like pretty much throughout and it's sort of i feel like pulled from more superhero action movie tropes of like ah uh, the woman is going to be dragged along and she doesn't know what's going on and like what is this brave new world and then she'll get to do one cool thing she'll like have her moment and she's like i'm in charge now but she's not really right and then she kisses someone at the end mm-hmm. end of movie yep it just oh god i hate it that <laughs> Yeah, that is pretty much the trajectory of the story. Um, Can I interject with something that I enjoyed about the movie? I thought that this was really interesting, which is that they use the costuming in the beginning with her in the corset where she's like, I can't move to like really illustrate her oppression, you know, in the situation that she's in. And then by the end of the movie, she's wearing pants. That's true. She got put in like she can move now because, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever sexy on a woman makes her not be able to move. And so by the end, she was like, I can move and I'm my own woman. So I thought that I like the way they did that with the clothing yeah Yeah. i didn't think of that 
I didn't think that the treatment of Elizabeth Swan, which, okay, first of all, let me just talk about the last name Swan for <laughs> female characters. It keeps happening. So we've got Bella Swan. Mm. We've got, Ooh, there's a character from Once Upon a Time, that show on TV. Mm-hmm. I think her is, that, is it Swan. sexist? Is it lazy? I say probably both. <laughs> well, it's just like, how will the audience know that this is a, an attractive and desirable woman unless we give her a name that resembles a, a sexy bird? Which Caitlin, swans are the sexiest birds. <laughs> Caitlin Sex Pigeon. Oh man, what a good name. That's there, my stripper name. Another... <laughs> Another thing that uh, that I mean, and maybe and this is, this is overthinking a little bit, but uh, Elizabeth Swan, she's always very into pirates. Cool, that's her uh, weird hobby. She knows a lot about pirates, but by the end, she is fighting to on on the side of people who we are to believe pillage and rape, mm-hmm. and she's like, this is good, and she's trying to stop the people who are like you know oppressive and bad in their own way, but are also saying, hey, maybe don't pillage and rape. So. Why? Like, hmm. It's hmm. Can, it's an interesting dynamic. So she's not an especially well-developed character. She's, you see her in different moments, like, being pretty resourceful. Like, earlier on in the movie, when the bad pirates come to collect the medallion that she has, they go after her and she, like, hits them with the bed warmer slash, mm-hmm. I'm Boy, pretty sure she. it's a, a waffle iron. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, opens it up and the hot coals go down mm-hmm. on him. And then she, like, runs into another room and she sees, like, swords above the mantle. And so she tries to grab one out and she realizes it's just, like, a decorative thing. And then whenever they do catch her, she invokes the right of parlay. So she's like, I know all about pirates. I, my yeah. obsession with pirates is going to actually serve me in this instance. And that's what allows her to be, like, taken on to the ship, and then she gets captured. But she's a bit—she's, like, resourceful, and she can kind of hold her own in certain scenes. But then there's a bunch of other scenes where she faints and then falls into the water and has to be saved. And then her dress gets taken off. (laughs) (laughs) And then she has to be saved again when they're on the Isla de Muerta, and they're about to, like, cut her up and spill her blood everywhere. Let's play a game. I'm going to say a thing, and then you guess how many times this happens in the movie. Ooh, okay. All right, so uh, the number of times that Elizabeth Swan's dress has to be removed. I'm going to say three times. I'll go. I'll go four. Oh, it's only it's only two. Oh man! Ah. But the fact that it happens at all is like no. <laughs> oh. One, whenever Giant Up takes it off underwater, and then right. whenever Captain Barbosa he gives her a dress to be mm-hmm. like wear this and dine with me, or dine with the crew and be naked. Right. And it's like oh, okay. <sighs> um, and then as he's like Who sending her off, right? <laughs> what should I do? Can I do both? <laughs> so as he's like sending her off the plank. To maroon her on an island, he is like, give me that dress back. So she has to take off her dress. Right. So that happens twice. So the number of times where she has to be saved by a man. Six. I'm going to say oh, that's high. three. It's only two. Again. <laughs> really? At least, at least that I caught. May, I mean, I started She's doing tallying. way better than I thought. <laughs> I might have missed some. Like, I started tallying this kind of like halfway through the movie. So I might have, there might be things where I missed. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's the time when um, Captain Sparrow has to save her when she falls into the water. Because women be fainting. Right. You know? If, but was the second time was a fake faint, right? The second time was a fake faint, okay. but she doesn't get saved then. That okay. was like her, yeah. that was her resourcefulness. Yeah, that's like, her moment. Gonna, yeah. This is all the power I have. you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is literally all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> you will believe that I faint yeah. because women be As fainting. Yeah. <laughs> and it, what, it buys her like a split second of time. Yeah, I don't know why that happens exactly. Yeah. It's very stupid. No, but the second time is when she is in the cave on the Isla de Muerta and Will Turner like swims up and has to rescue her. Right. Mm-hmm. Before her blood spills. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Big, yeah. <laughs> okay. Number of times she is held captive by a group of men on a boat. Oh Let's God. say two. I'm going to say four. It's two. Oh, wow. Ah. <laughs> First, whenever the bad pirates led by Barbosa capture her and mm-hmm. like lock her in the cabin and then again much later in the movie whenever Norrington her potential fiance is like go in the cabin you're not allowed to be a part of this adventure 
she escapes then, which is kind of cool. She like ties some flags together and she's like, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. Love it. Yeah. She escapes, actually then saves the other group of pirates who, but they're, these ones are the good pirates. Mm-hmm. These are the ones that like Cotton, who has the parrot. Oh, I love that parrot. And um, <laughs> Maria. It's a good parrot. And then, and then there's the monkey. And the monkey. Yeah. The monkey and the dog. Lots of fun animal companions. Yeah. Love it. So she actually saves them because they are in like the little jail cells in the bottom of the boat. So she rescues them. So that was like, uh, I guess, a cool thing to see. But let's move on to the number of times that she is struck across the face. Oh, my God. Ooh, I'm going to say three for that one. <sighs> I'm going to say two. I only counted two. Jeez, what is it with two? I don't know. I love uh, it. They forgot about the rule of threes in storytelling. Now it's the rule of twos. Now it's the rule of twos, baby. Um, once, whenever she first boards the Black Pearl and the, I think like the first mate or some guy slaps her across the face yeah. and then he's like, you'll speak when spoken to. Yeah. And she's like, I learned my lesson. Right. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> Uh, and then Barbosa hits her across the face after he discovers that Will Turner Sr. is mm. not her father. So he's like, you tricked me. And then he slaps her across the face and then she tumbles down a hill. And finally, the number of times a gun is pointed at her. Oh, my goodness. Three. Four. It's three. Wow. Ah. <laughs> Again, that I counted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we could have missed some. One of them is when she and Sparrow are marooned on the island and he's like for a split second contemplates murdering her. Yeah. So he like pulls out Love the gun and like it. points it at her head. Mm-hmm. There's one where Anna Maria is like, these pirates are after us. We got to <laughs> give her up and then they won't be after us anymore. Sound uh, so she points a gun at her head. Oh, crap. I forget what the third one is. Is it in the beginning when Johnny Depp has taken her hostage because he's trying to leave? Yeah. Like in the first 15 minutes. So, yeah, he rescues her and then immediately uses her as, like, leverage. That word keeps coming up in this movie. (laughs) To uh, Will you say it again? That way? (laughs) Leverage. Leverage. Oh, wait. There wasn't spit in it the first time. What are you talking about? It's Gollum. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm triggered. So a lot of things happen to Elizabeth Swan that aren't yes. ideal. To be fair, a lot of guns are pointed at a lot of the male characters. A lot, a lot of a lot of them are punched. Like a lot there's a lot it's an action movie. There's a lot of violence. But it is just a little upsetting to see so much violence. I think I think if we're if we're saying, you know, the amount of times a gun is pointed at you versus in a, like a big moment versus the amount of times you get to point a gun in a big moment. Right. She's kind of, I mean, she does get to have her moments, but it's not. It she was actually pretty good at fighting. I was like, she was. Yeah, yeah. Like at the end there, she could, she handled a sword. Almost to the point where I was like, where'd you learn how to do that? Yeah, totally. Right. Who taught you? Yeah. You're like Maybe 17. she went to boarding school and took <laughs> fencing as an, an elective. It's very British. <laughs> And then she has that big moment at the end where someone mentions pain. One of the bad pirates is like, oh, you'll know the meaning of pain. And then she goes, you like, you like pain? pain? Try wearing a corset. <laughs> and then that one pun- hits him with the yeah. thing. Uh, that that was a, that one didn't hit for me too much. No, and I'm that saying it's like, like a you so girl. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's like, the kind of like feminist line that your dad could write. Right. I was just gonna. Say, you want to know about pain? I right. I bet it. like the writers of the movie were like, oh, let's have her say the same, and then they were jerking off, they're jerking off, <laughs> and patting themselves on the writing. back. It all comes we're full circle. So good. It yeah. all comes for full circle, guys. It right. works for women, and it works from a narrative <laughs> standpoint. <laughs> And then they come. And then they come. In a in the center. Like they're all upwards trajectory and then it goes <laughs> pew <laughs> and everyone gets splashed. This I, is my fantasy. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that like there's a lot of violence directed at her. She has some agency at some points in the story, but a lot of the time she's having to be saved. She's kind of being dragged around, used as bait. She's a bit of an ingenue. In the way that a lot of, I mean, I don't know. And and there's, again, there's like a pretty, there's always a missed opportunity for like, let's just give her another substantial female character to talk to. Because it's not even like her character and the way she's treated have a lot of problems. But the, but like the thing always is, it's just like, 
there's no one for her to talk to who isn't a man in mm-hmm. this story. Shockingly that, few women. Shockingly. Yeah. And it's, yeah, like, she and Zoe Saldana could have a very sexy conversation <laughs> about anything, you know, but there's no narrative investment in making that happen and no narrative investment in making Zoe Saldana's character important enough to make her worth talking to. Right. <sighs> you know. There is a moment where I'm like, okay, I guess that's cool, where I think she's like the first mate, so that whenever Sparrow, they think he's been killed, I think she becomes the captain of the Black Pearl. I think you're right, yeah. yeah. So like, hey, sh- a woman in a leadership role, that's yeah. cool. But again, like, but we know almost nothing about her character. Highly, there's oh. a lot of uh, lot to be said for high-functioning alcoholics in this movie, too. Yeah. Uh, man, Jack Sparrow, he's the high-functioning alcoholic. <laughs> It's almost presented to us as like, why would anyone ask Jack Sparrow why he's good at his job? He's Jack Sparrow. And it's like, well, he's never not drunk, mm-hmm. but he is good at his job, which is like, oh, let's just all be alcoholics. We're probably all like that. That's my philosophy anyways. <laughs> the drunkest man is in charge. The it's drunkest the man is in charge. Yeah. Oh, I thought of another thing that you can look out for in a movie where when a male character is complimenting a female character... Does he compliment her about anything besides her appearance? Her appearance? Her appearance. Her appearance. <laughs> I'm having a really hard time <laughs> saying words today. I don't know. Floor play. What it is. Floor play. Floor, floor play, play with horror appearance. appearance. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Somebody. You've got to have your horror appearance on point before you can engage in floor play. <laughs> <laughs> what I meant to say <laughs> is... Does he compliment a woman on anything besides her appearance? I overcompensated that time. <laughs> as far as I could tell in this movie, whenever Norrington is trying to propose to Elizabeth Swan, mm-hmm. he's like, you're a beautiful woman. You've turned into a fine woman. You're so hot. <laughs> Marry me. Yes, but then it's... Sorry to bring him back to Titanic, but Norrington is the Cal Hockley of Pirates of the Caribbean, right? And so we're not supposed to like that he's sure. like it's not like a like a normalized thing of like oh this is how you talk to it. like we're like oh he's a bad guy he doesn't know anything about her and then like not that Will Turner's virtually even a character like who knows what is there to love about him what do we know about him he's a blacksmith right he's a good one. He wears suede. He's, very He's good, good at it. He's good at it. <laughs> the sword balances perfectly. <laughs> it and does. And I just, it's so, I can't bridge the idea of like, imagine Orlando Bloom accomplishing a task. <laughs> like, I can't. There's no way he's good at anything. Yeah. God, have you seen Elizabethtown? No. God. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, I skipped that one. Okay, I'm going to his IMDb page. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> Something I thought was interesting is the beginning. So she's like so into pirates. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of, I might have given her character more than it is warranted. But I was like, oh, she has like a thirst for adventure. And like she wants to go on an adventure and she wants to live this like full life. And then she does get to go on an adventure, which I thought was pretty cool. Even though she is like completely submissive to the adventure. Like it's not through her own agency that she's really on this adventure. She's sort right. of taken along. But it was was a nice something happened to this poor rich child you know where she was it seemed like she would have just lived a life of seclusion otherwise mm, right so. that's true there's a lot of points in the movie where she could like opt out and, yeah. but she wants yeah. to be there she wants to be on the journey even if she constantly has to take her clothes off yeah and i was just in new orleans and like the whole time i was there so like the gender ratio in new york there's just more women than men uh mm-hmm. which I is great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Give me all that female energy. Mm-hmm. And then I went to New Orleans and I was like, something is wrong. And I realized <laughs> it was because there's just so many men in New Orleans because it's like very much a pirate town. And so watching this, I was thinking about like that feeling of just too much testosterone. You know, you're hard pressed to find a woman in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> extremely hard. And I, I guess, you know, we're to assume there are other women around but we don't see them in anything but submissive roles with the exception of Anna Maria because it's we see prostitutes and we see maids Mm -hmm. and those are the two categories of women yeah and the thing I remember the most about Anna Maria is that she got fucked over by Jack Sparrow exactly (laughs) and so she's like bitter you know and and also a victim true yeah true yeah 
I want to see an entire movie about her. I think that would be a much more interesting story. I would love that. And now Zoe Saldana, she's got that billing power. Yeah. 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 That would be amazing. That's a great idea. You should sell it to Disney. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hey, Disney, I had this original character that I thought of all by myself. Um, Yeah, the problem with Elizabeth is that she's there, and then she does kind of do stuff sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, she does save herself by escaping from the boat. She does help the other good pirates escape. But she's not a bad character. Like she's a but there's just no one for Oh, her she to gives be her there. hand in marriage so that the guy will go rescue her lover. She falsely gives her hand in marriage. Yeah. Which is yeah. again a part of like her resourcefulness, I suppose, yeah. where she's just like, I'll lie to a man <laughs> and make him think that I love him mm-hmm. if it means Saving this other man who <laughs> everyone is horny for everyone. It's All three of the main horny depth, horny depth, it's horny so depth, uh, <laughs> the horny depth. I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah Sparrow, Will Turner, and Norrington all want to fuck Elizabeth real hard. She's the only woman in the movie. Right. Who are they gonna fuck? <laughs> exactly, because like between, I mean, there's one woman pirate. Mm-hmm. There are no women in the military. There's no, like, which is probably there's no moms. <laughs> right. There's no moms. There's no milfs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's just where are the pro- milfs? There's some prostitutes on Tortuga. A lot of some... stuff could be diffused by adding some milfs into the mix. That's true of any movie, honestly. That's true. <laughs> Give me more milfs, more milfs. Citizen Kane. Where were the milfs? <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth isn't the one ever really driving the story. If her in- if her actions influence the direction that the story takes, it's only for a very brief moment, mm-hmm. and it doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. So right. it's all these male characters who are driving the narrative. The mm-hmm. entire time, and it's just like we're over it. Mm-hmm. Let a lady do something. God damn it! Yeah, you're between a rock and a hard place for this one because you want there to be women doing more things, but there's not enough women to get much done. What was that movie that just Mad Max Fury Road? You go into, you find like the the pirate women, right at the end. The, the women of the yeah. civil, they could yeah. have had they could have had a ship they of pirate a- women. I, I liked those women. They yeah. were the only yeah. part of the movie I liked. Yeah. yeah. We did an episode about it. Oh, yeah. really? Because yeah. there were the pirate women and then there were the Victoria's Secret. Yeah. The women. hot. The hot mommies. Yeah. God, boy, I'm I'm like flashing back to arguing about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're triggered. I'm fine. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't there a, a ship of lady pirates? I'm that sure they were. Awesome. That would have been a killer scene. Yeah. yeah. I meant to research this. I think there was like a famous female pirate and who was like, well, let's see her. Let's make a movie about her. I believe yeah. it immediately. Yeah. 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 Without reservation. Yeah. I'm not even going to Google it. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. If this Mata Hari existed. Yeah. Yes. Sorry for bringing up Mata Hari. <laughs> like I really brought I down the, the No, I, I just don't know if I know Gans who that is. Yeah, I didn't she's either. A, she's a famous female spy. Oh. Ooh. She's great. Yeah. What era? Read up Mata Hari. I believe World War One. Oh, cool. Yeah. She is cool. Okay. Wikipedia page, women in piracy. Oh. We're prepared. We're prepared. Okay. Oh, another thing that happens that I was like, oh, that's that's cool for Elizabeth to do is she tricks Jack into getting drunk so that he can, like, pass out. And then she burns all the rum on the island to create a signal yeah. for the Navy to find And her she fakes being her. way drunker than she right. actually is. Yeah. Like, she does a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's smart because, you know, if, if her... And Kira Knightley was like 17 when she shot this movie. What? Yeah. yeah, isn't that crazy? But it's like for her age, you know, I I don't know if I would have thought of that shit if I was 16 and also completely sheltered. And so the character, I mean, she's not always treated well. Mm-hmm. She is submissive in ways that, you know, you wish she kicked people's ass when she didn't. But she's smart. Yeah. She's capable. And that is never called into question by the movie it's called into question by certain characters but the movie never seems to doubt you know this is a capable person who can accomplish stuff true again this movie for me is just like a failure of giving her any uh, like giving us any other female characters to like really connect with because we don't have time with anyone yeah I mean, as someone who is also very horny for pirates I do <laughs> like to see on screen all I mean, the pirates yeah. <laughs> They keep talking about the pirate code. Oh, yeah. And, yes. movie, and I'm like, oh, is that like bro code? <laughs> Ooh, but instead of like bros before hoes, I was imagining that their phrase would be booty before booty. But it's like <laughs> pirate, pirate booty before lady butts. Before an 
Yeah. Yours is good. I liked it. Thank you. Well, that made me think for some reason of Jack is very good at being a pirate. Norrington is very good at being a military man. Mm -hmm. Will Turner Mm -hmm. is very good at being a swordsmith Mm -hmm. man. Elizabeth is not allowed to have a career. Right. (laughs) But she's very good at being pretty. And very good at being wanted. And very good Mm -hmm. at showing her cleavage. Mm -hmm. Her clothes are so precariously close to not being on her. Like, how close her clothes get to her nips is wild. I kept waiting for a nip. I was waiting for a nip, but apparently she was underage. So, you know, we really couldn't be showing those nips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. She knows a lot about pirates. You can assume that she read, read a bunch about, like, pirate lore because she recited the whole thing. She's like... I invoke the right of parley according to the code of the brethren of the laid down by the pirates Morgan and Bartholomew. You have to take me to your captain. And then yeah, she like, I mean, keeps she knows citing all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> you read about pirates. That's cool. <laughs> she knows as much about pirates as I know about Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a point where I could invoke a fact about Haley Joel Osment, <laughs> I would be ready. I would be safe. Ooh. Yeah. Can I take you up on that right now? Yeah. Haley Joel Osment was discovered in an Ikea when he was three years old, and he was put into a Pizza Hut commercial, and later rose to prominence in in his first role as Forrest Gump, where he learned how to tie his shoes on the set. Wow. Wow. Take me to your leader. (laughs) (laughs) There's one thing I was thinking about, which is in the beginning when they're talking to Jack Sparrow. He's talking to the two dunces. They're like, are you a pirate? He rattles off a bunch of things that pirates do, and he says rape which I thought was interesting for, like, a kid's movie. Because they kind of whitewashed rape, but he says the actual word rape. I thought it was raid. He oh. might have said rape, though. I don't I know. I think he said rape. I think he's like, plunder. Yeah, he's like, all right. Oh, don't worry. I know the line. He's yeah. like, all right, I confess. Mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, commit. <laughs> commit. I, you, I'm not going to get it totally right. I love this like, dance you just took to I, deliver that line. Yeah. You, like, threw your threw shoulder your back. Shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, I confess. <laughs> I'm gonna. My intention is to commandeer one of these ships, pick up a crew in Tortuga, raid, pillage, plunder, and otherwise. Blah, and then he like trails off and says some other stuff. But I'm looking up the the, uh, the the script right now. Oh, good. So maybe this was strange. I mean, maybe this is an earlier draft. I confess, I intend to commandeer one of these ships, pick up a crew in Tortuga, and go on the account and do a little honest pirating. Oh, yeah, that's not what he yeah. says. That's not honest what happens. Pirate. So, yeah, he may Maybe say... he improvised the word rape, <laughs> which, knowing Johnny Depp's later history, may have just been at the top of his head. Right. We don't know. I think, it, now that you say that, that makes a lot more sense, because it struck me as odd that they would allow that to happen. Right. I mean, it's it's a... it doesn't come up anywhere else yeah yeah it's a disney movie i highly doubt they would say rape right but pirates are famous for raping and pillaging so i assumed it was raid Mm. but i guess we'll never know we'll never know we'll never see the movie again (laughs) neither will anyone and this is the last we'll ever talk about it i wish she'd said the line with a little honest pirating (laughs) that's so much worse i wonder where that came from yeah it's bad bad dialogue yeah Oh, I made a list of all the words that women are referred to throughout the mm. movie. Ooh, this oh, would that's be fun. fun. So rather than calling them women, they are <laughs> called strumpet, oh, which God. is a whore or a prostitute. Oh, yeah. They're called poppet. Mm-hmm, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Which it, it means like little girl, doll, darling. Oh, uh-huh. You know what's terrible is when I was younger, I assumed the word poppet just because of how it's invoked in that movie just that like idiot <laughs> like, oh. like i think that my like cousins and i would be like, call each other puppets after seeing that movie just to call each other like dumbasses you know well, he uses it very condescendingly so yeah it's not surprising yeah i just didn't know it was specific to a woman but mm. i guess it is i thought yeah. it was a pastry just like i thought strumpet was oh <laughs> yeah i thought those were pastries <laughs> <laughs> i want some tea and strumpet yeah, yeah. i think yeah. you're thinking of crumpets but yeah, yeah. and close and throw a Pop it on it. (laughs) A splash of pop it. (laughs) She's called a bonnie lass, which I suppose in itself isn't offensive, but it means like pretty girl. Here's the thing. A lot of times grown women are referred to as girls and it's problematic Mm -hmm. because one, we don't call grown men boys. We Mm -hmm. don't say like, oh, that boy over there referring to a man. But 
people will be like, oh, who's that girl? When they're referring to a grown woman. And it just is a way to, like, diminish a woman's existence. Straight men love sex babies. Mm -hmm. It's a proven fact. (laughs) Especially if they can come, right? Mm -hmm. Can that baby come? (laughs) Also, women are referred to as pleasurable company. Ooh. And... True. <laughs> That's my stripper name. Pleasurable, Pleasurable company. <laughs> and coming to the stage next. Pleasurable company. <laughs> and then finally, as you mentioned before, Jack is like, not all treasure is silver and gold, mate. Referring to Elizabeth being treasure. Right. Mm. A commodity to be owned. Mm-hmm. Pussy can be treasure too. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. make a t shirt. <laughs> So, yeah, that's a fun thing. Does anyone have any final thoughts about the movie? I liked it more than I thought I was going to, even though I don't think that it's, um, she has any agency at all. And it's a very disappointing for um, women. But as far as entertainment, yeah, it was fun. As a movie, solid blockbuster. Yeah. Like it. It's yeah. fun. I, I wish I still had those booty shorts. Mm, yeah, <laughs> uh, those sound awesome. Yeah, yeah. right? The beanie, probably best lost. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Swan doesn't have enough agency or stuff to do, but given the way we're introduced to her and how we're introduced to her, I think she is a good character who has no one to interact with that isn't a horny man. And that, for me, is the tragedy right. of this movie. With that, let's talk about whether or not the movie passes the Bechdel test. It's it's a little unclear. Yeah. The yeah. first scene where two women are interacting with each other for sure does not pass because it's Elizabeth talking to her maid. She does not have a name and I don't think is ever given Mm-mm. a name. No. Which is weird because she has, I would say, almost as much screen time as Zoe Saldana mm-hmm. does. Right. Yeah. She's in it like quite a bit, but we don't know her name. Most of the time she's strapping up Elizabeth's corset. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, so they have a conversation first about she's like, what a difficult day for you. And Elizabeth's like... Yeah, the Commodore proposed. Whoa, I wasn't expecting that. And she's like, no, I meant you being threatened by that pirate. And then she's like, oh, yeah, that was that was, that was hard, she says. She's yeah. very, very horny. She, like, her nips like, were actively oh. hardening. She was <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't like it one bit. <laughs> I and hated it. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the maid is like, well, that Will Turner, he's a hot guy every line every single line is like and there's also this male character yeah so (laughs) this one they talk about three different men in the course of 20 seconds i think they bring up daddy too it's every male character we've been introduced to is invoked in this one scene at this point when we watch scenes like that where it's like oh my gosh it's a scene with two women it's like that this is our sports (laughs) (laughs) like we're like oh Oh. We're like placing bets and stuff. And then like cut to next scene. We're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that. Then the next scene where same two characters are talking, the maid's like, the bad pirates, they're here to kidnap you because you're the governor's daughter. And she's like, some hot exposition. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, go hide and run to the fort. So unclear whether or not that I think you made a really good point, though, where they're referring to men coming for her. And it's well. Men are coming for her. Uh, yeah, men be coming. Men but be coming. men are also in pursuit of her, right? And and we they don't say a masculine term, but we know from context that they're talking about men. So I I think I think you're right. Anyways, yeah, let's say that that does not pass. Yeah. Then yeah, because yeah. they're talking about the men coming after them and what they're going to do because the men are coming in relation to that. Yeah, yeah. and then the final oh, scene fuck. where you <laughs> know, well, we got one chance left. <laughs> let's see goes. how it goes. Okay. There's a one more scene where two women talk to each other, and it's Elizabeth and Anna Maria. Mm-hmm. Anna Maria's like, the Black Pearl is gaining on us. And Elizabeth's like, but this is the fastest ship in the Caribbean. And Anna Maria's like, you can tell them that after they've caught us. And then they say a bunch of nautical shit. But yeah. you can tell them that after they caught us. But again, us. them and they. Yeah. yeah. Right. And there's no other female character implied in that term because the only two female characters <laughs> are speaking to each other. <laughs> right. <sighs> I... I don't want to give this movie any leeway. I don't think. I think that this is. I feel is like they're so... more talking about. I I don't know. I don't I know feel why like they're I'm directly to talking it. about men coming after them and how they're gonna what they're gonna do. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and and when it's this barely of a pass, anyways, then we might as well just say it so doesn't it does pass. <laughs> like if there's this much discussion into like that's true the fact that they discuss you know 
Yeah, it, it seems like this movie does not pass. Yeah. There are a number of times where two men are talking to each other about a woman, so... And they're calling her a strumpet most of the time, but <laughs> I don't know that's better or worse. Yeah. So should we ignore women or should we berate them? Right. Like, which is better? <laughs> so, yeah, let's say that it does not pass the Bechdel test. Not entirely surprising, but I, I was hoping... I mean, some movies have surprised us by having a few, like, at least one scene where you're like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. There's, we, we, they talked about a, a muffin. They gave us a little piece <laughs> of gristle to chew on in the audience, but uh, not this one. Yeah. And it's so long. Right. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Rush, great, though. Yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush <laughs> is great. Yeah. You see his penis in the movie Quills. Oh, I know. I used to have an Android phone, and so sometimes I'd just like whip my phone out and say, like, okay, Google, Jeffrey Rush's penis, and then it would come up. <laughs> oh, was, love it. That's great. Are we ready to rate the movie? Yes. Let's I'm sorry, rate. did you say uh, rate? Rape? Raid or I'm rape? The ready movie. to rape the movie? <laughs> no! <Floor play. laughs> yeah, we're going to floor play the movie. <laughs> I said raid. Uh, raid. We are ready to raid. We're ready to raid the movie. Well, it was PG-13. Right. The word, I, again, I'm having a really hard time saying certain words today. It's okay. Whore instead of her. <laughs> Real bad slip. Really, really, really bad slip. That's a really bad slip. <laughs> and then I said... Floor play. It's okay. Sorry, everyone. Stay safe. So what I what I'm trying to do is get us to rate the movie on our nipple scale. We have a scale of zero to five nipples where we rate the movie based on its portrayal of women. Uh-huh. I'll go first. I think this movie gets a two because Elizabeth isn't the worst character. She could be mm positioned as this damsel in distress who's con- like has absolutely no bearing on the story except just having to be saved and she does exist primarily as the romantic interest for a number of different characters mm-hmm. but she does take initiative and do stuff sometimes and it's she's clearly smart she has spent a lot of time researching and obsessing over pirates. She gets very horny. I think the only reason she ends up with Will Turner at the end is because she's like, oh, he's kind of a pirate now. Okay, I'll fuck him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> he has cha- she changed him. She changed him. She, she, changed fixed, him. she fixed him. <laughs> she fixed him. <laughs> I would not. See, there is no one in this movie I wanted to fix. And I'm a great fixer. You are a great fixer. I love a good fixer-upper. Love a good project. <laughs> No one in this movie yeah. did I want to fix. And then, like, I don't know. The parts where she is like, oh, that was kind of cool that she did are sort of, like, kind of canceled out by the fact that, like, there's so much violence against her. And then she's not that interesting or developed of a, a I'm not like, oh, let's quote Elizabeth Swan because she, she has all these cool quotes and let's right. emulate her. Because but how, of how much great of that goes is. into the fact that uh, Kira Knightley is playing her? I mean, mm, she doesn't have a ton of range. There's a ton. I mean, there's there's a lot of bland ass actors in it. Like Orlando, are, the two leads yeah. are boring as fuck. Like Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley. Orlando Bloom, they're British for sure. <laughs> That's it. Orlando Bloom for sure has no charisma. No, Keira Knightley flaccid as hell. I think is a skilled actress, but she like she doesn't have any range. She can be in movies that take place from like. 1900 all the way back to 1600 <laughs> as long as she's in like a long dress and bend it great. like beckham and bend it like beckham <laughs> which i like yeah so i'm gonna give it a two nipples they belong to the monkey named jack mm-hmm. jack the monkey cool. Cool, cool. okay i'm gonna give it one and three-fourths nipples um Ooh, love it yeah, I'm going to say she was incredibly helpless. Blech, wasn't into that. But I do, I did see potential for her character to develop like later yeah. in the series where I was like, okay, she's got some spunk and I could see this becoming an actual person as it goes on. Right. But I'm going to say one and three fourths. I like that I, fraction. I like, yeah, I don't know if we've ever had a three fourths before. Only ever that's we a, do that's it in, good. in house. That's just oh, a sorry. nipple with a little ass. <laughs> someone bit it. <laughs> Too hard. Okay, I'll give it two. I agree that Elizabeth Swan is fundamentally a good character. I think if she was played by another actress, she would probably seem like an even more strong character. And there's female characters with potential for more stories, specifically Anna Maria. Mm-hmm. Um, so the roots of really able to be developed female characters are here with at least two characters. And it's just not capitalized on in this 
movie, but I mean, and this is horrible to be like, well, at least they're there, but at least they're there. Um, <laughs> those nipples, I'm going to give one to Saldana, one Saldana nip, mm-hmm. and then one goofy pirate nip. <laughs> one of the dumb ones. The one that has a wooden eye? Yeah, the goofy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Are we supposed to give the nips away? Okay. We describe the them, so oh, then okay. we, so we're saying, like, who these nipples belong, belong to. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, give your nips away. Okay, so one is, like, a big pink nipple, and it belongs to the dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> With a like, bee. <laughs> like a silver pancake. And then another one's, like, a little tight nipple, and it's going to belong to uh, Giselle. Ooh. Yeah. Giselle. It's a three-fourths nipple. It's I, very tiny. I do picture the dad's nipple as lactating. <laughs> I don't know why. But I'm like, mm, that dad's got some milk in him. He, yeah. can, he can sop it up with his wig. Because he is the greatest wig of them all. Oh, that's my last comment. So many wigs mm-hmm. in this movie. The uh, the I Wigs mean, out. Wigs out, hogs out. No hogs out in the movie. Mm-hmm. But wigs are certainly, man, what was the wig budget? That's my new question to ask. <laughs> Guess that wig budget. <laughs> there had to have been a solid $20,000 spent on wigs alone. I, I'd say that's probably pretty close to being right. Those were high-class wigs. Well, because all the pirates are wearing wigs, too. Yeah. Or most of them. Orlando Bloom, not wearing a wig. They're just like, throw some grease on him. Yeah. <laughs> he sucks. Um, <laughs> I have seen... The second and third of the Pirates movies. I have two, but I don't remember Don't them. remember them. I know. I do remember there being another female character who they go to because they're like, we need to bring Barbosa back from the dead. And then she does it. But I don't know if any other female characters, like new ones, are introduced. I um, can't tell. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I'd have to rewatch them. I did not see the fourth movie. But this fifth one coming out. Keira Knightley and Orlando Bloom, I don't think we're in the fourth movie, but they return for this fifth one, mm-hmm. Dead Men Tell No Tales, which is something the Cotton's Pirate says in this movie, in Curse of the Black Pearl. So, mm-hmm. hey. Oh, yeah, and then Davy Jones. I feel like this this movie series just invokes vague nautical shit <laughs> right. mm-hmm. throughout. But that's also true to the roller coaster, just vague nautical shit mm-hmm. where you're like, this seems about right. Oh, I would argue, well, th- th- this is in either the second or the third movie, but you see a huge vagina monster, aka the Kraken. <gasps> oh, wow. That is oh, the Kraken is a pussy. Huge pussy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's Wild. great. We should do and the And it spits like bears. pussy juice on everyone. <laughs> it comes. It like sneezes. Yeah. The Kraken. It sneezes juice. Pussy, pussy sneeze. juice all over. Pussy, sneeze. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, That's a female character right there. I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. If only she could speak dialogue. <laughs> right. There's more of an aura, There's a very feminine aura about right. that particular installment. <laughs> we should do an episode about the Country Bears. This is something I will say over and over and Is it live action or animated? Ooh, it is live action, baby. Wow. It is. It, it, it's pretty much just like, let's take the scary animatronics from the ride no one likes, but for 90 minutes. It's wild and i'm pretty sure it's like a smurfette situation where there's like one female how did we get all these bears Mm -hmm. an amazing story (laughs) i would just want to say one last thing and that is booty before booty (laughs) which is get that money before getting that boy booty 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 (laughs) (laughs) i've never referred to a a man i guess well i've been like ooh, booty call Boys can be booties. So yeah, booty before booty. Anyway, Ashley, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank Thanks Where, for having me. Of course. Where can people find you on the internet? Follow me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. I'm going to do it right now. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. What does he say at the end? He's like, something, something, and really bad eggs. Drink up, me hearties, yo-ho! Oh, an amazing selection to play in the concert band. Also, uh, we have an Instagram account now. Oh, we do? Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. We have an Instagram. Follow us at Bechtelcast yes. on Instagram. Also, follow us on Twitter at Bechtelcast. You can uh, listen to us on a bunch of different places. SoundCloud, Libsyn, iTunes. You're probably already doing that right now. Why do I got to say it? Jeez. Jeez Louise. You can Jeez. like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook. You can like us there. We read the messages. You email us. We read those a little bit less. Yeah. Uh, but we <laughs> Maybe try. Facebook message if, you, if it's urgent. If it's, an, if it's a feminism <laughs> emergency. <laughs> try Facebook. Right. Like us and, and rate us and review us on iTunes and all that stuff. You said rate, right? I said rate. <laughs> okay. Just checking. 
Rate us. But I am going to go and uh, initiate some floor play with someone. <laughs> I got to go. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.